to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. You got your favorite hosts here. You got Ringo here, Coach Tony here. You got TK here. What's up, gentlemen? How's it been? It's going great, man. How you going doing? Great, man, going it's great. good. Hey, you guys, as you don't hear, Grego's not here tonight. You know, the, the cat's away so the mice will play. That's kind of what the old heads say. So we're going to do this thing. We're going to get it going, man. Uh I heard you got a birthday, man. Yeah, something like that, man. Hey, man, my boy yeah. getting older. You know yeah, what I mean? Little, you see more gray hairs popping? A little more gray, a little more wiser. popping, man. That's Definitely wiser. That's for sure, man. man. What you do for your birthday? I kept it low-key, man. Stay with the fam. Um, we actually going to party really big this weekend because my mom's birthday is this week as well, too. So we like to really like go in on yeah. my birthday. So December is like a big month for the fam. So, you know, we're going to do it big for that. I saw that uh, you was... You was uh, celebrating your your better half's birthday as well. She's a fellow Saz as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, she had a birthday. We had a little something at the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, any of those who uh, who kick it with me, you know how we get down. That's so, true. You know, it was a good vibe, man. Y'all, and y'all had, uh, what y'all had, the oysters? Yeah, man, a little oyster rolls, a little something different, man. You know, mm-hmm. you know black folks don't do that often, so we try to... We try to uh, educate people's palates out here, yeah, you know. Aphrodisiac. You know, man. Yeah, yeah. Some babies are going to be made. Yeah. <laughs> not mine. Not mine. That's cool. They can have it. Cap y'all. Yeah, man. But uh, uh, TK, you had some good news this weekend, too, man. Yeah, man. Just got back here from New York. I am officially off the market. Well, I've been off the market, but, you know, I, uh, I put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. That's hey, hey, hashtag black men don't cheat, man. I'm telling y'all, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Box ticked. That's it. Faithful black men, man. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what we do. But, man, there's a lot of soccer going on. You know, a lot happened. But before we get to that, you know, Christmas coming up. You know, you got your Christmas shopping done, fellas? I literally have one gift I've got. That's all. Yeah. I bought one gift for my nephew, and I bought one gift for my friend. Yeah. Coincidentally, both at the Atlanta United store today. Hey, there we go. But let everybody know, man, for the Culture Podcast on our on our website, uh, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Hey, we're doing something special for the fans. If you use promo code Santa Baby, we're going to – Santa Baby. Hey, you know it. Hey. I only know the the uh, Atlanta All Stars version. I don't know. Oh. I don't know the original. Sixty nine boys. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the only one I know. <laughs> Dude, my Christmas my Christmas playlist. That's all I have. Is Sixty nine boys on that one. <laughs> hey, but to get back to it, man. For uh, for starting on the twentieth, we're doing twenty percent off on goods. Actually, it's starting today through the 20th. We're going to be 20% off on anything on our store. So if there's something you've been keeping an eye on or something, a gift you want to give somebody, somebody that you know that's going to rep the culture hard. You know what I saw that was hard on there? Yeah. I just saw that Edgar Davids. Yeah. Um, the, hood, the hoodies. The, the hoodies? Yeah, the hoodies are tight. It's yeah. getting cold. That's that throwback, man. It's getting, hey, fellas, if you're tired of your lady stealing your hoodie, exactly. go ahead and get you a Forticulture hoodie. You can go ahead and put it in your closet. She thinks it's hers. You're good, and you saved a little bit of money on it. 20% um, off. Once again, you use 20% off if you use promo code SANTABABY. Don't you worry. And then one more, one more uh, housekeeping thing. Our boy Koya Kojak, he's gonna be down in Miami, in my yo, with a culture takeover. He's gonna be running the IG account, giving you guys kind of firsthand look. See what's going on with the Premier League Fan Fest going down there. So anybody in Miami, uh, look for our boy. See if you can get a shout out. And um, I'm excited to see the kind of content he puts out. Speaking of Miami, y'all think Joseph is going there? <laughs> 
Joseph Martinez. You talking about uh, Jesus Father Joseph? Yes. Nah, man. Yes. How we call it? Yo, cause like Atlanta is family. (laughs) (laughs) He loves Atlanta, man. But hey, Atlanta bought him his first G wagon. He's not leaving here. MLS isn't gonna let a transfer. Don't like you that put happen. that voodoo out here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he was at the Miami Heat game. He's in Miami jerseys. That's fine, Bruh. He's on. He's on holiday, bro. Every a big Latinx community. Every footballer holidays in Miami, bro. Miami market too. Yeah, I mean. We got a Latin community, baby. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't hate on our Latin, Latinos here in Atlanta. I'm just saying, when I saw that picture of him getting the jersey from the Heat, I was like, oh, shit. We done lost him, man. We done. Martinez done. like the Atlanta sisters, man. He ain't going nowhere, that man. It's true. He ain't yeah, going nowhere. Yeah, Blue Flame is his thing. <laughs> That's it. True. He's not going anywhere. You're right. I take that back. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so let's get into it, man. Let's start off with uh, the big match that happened this weekend. Uh, Manchester Derby. Darby, your favorite team. So where are you from? Your favorite team, still, right? Nah, nah, man. You know, had to let it go, man. You know, you know. But you guys, uh, it looked good, man. You want to, you want to give your interpretation of the match? The thing about what was kind of uh, exciting to see from that was like, you know, we saw the attack, 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 the counter attack, definitely, which we have done well over the years. Um, I think what was cool about it was that, like, you know, we had four or five opportunities that like should have been goals. Right. I mean, like Rashford hit the post with twice or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that totally would. have change the game as it is. Yeah. Um, but Rashford, he keeps his form going. Um, you know, Messi Lingard, you know, he's doing his thing a little bit more. <laughs> Rashford at least got 11 goals. <laughs> yeah. Lingard was looking lost in the middle. Lingard, trying Lingard. Trying to be number 10. Yeah, he, just to be floating out there. He does, you know, but I, I think right now, as you know with all players, they go through their their, their dry spells, of course. Yeah. You guys are, what, 3-5 and five now? Dude, he is a dry rub. I don't know what you're talking about, dry spell. <laughs> Get off of Messi and Lingard, man. <laughs> no, but it, it was good to see that, you know, to continue to form, you know, we beat in Tottenham in, a, in a, the middle of the week and then to finish off with a big game against yeah. City. I mean, this whole month, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like this schedule for everybody, of course, December is crazy schedule, but like for United especially, like if they didn't prove themselves in these games, I was like, oh, yeah, Gunner's gone. Yeah. Well, Gunner's gone. So, yeah. do, you, do you think this week saved his job? Like he's good, good. Mm, no, but it definitely it was job security one more day. <laughs> I, 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 I think he's good for honestly. I think he's good for the rest of the season. He I, beat he beat the two clubs that like Manchester United needed to beat to say like, yo, don't forget, we still out here. We we rebuilding, but we're still out here. The the only thing that I I, I wonder is that you know Edward in the back office or whatever there. They're not really in tune with what's going on. And the fact that the Pochettino thing is kind of like hanging around there, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that makes me worried about his uh, Ole Gunner's longevity. Yeah, that, uh, I, I think he will last through the season. Yes. Got you. Okay. But when I say the job security one more day, I just meant as far as like. Match at a time. Yeah. We Match at a time. TK. I think it was like a stay of execution, if you will. So maybe he gets to. I think they'll. If, dude, if he loses five games in a row or matches in a row, you know that that could be his head. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I, he's definitely good f- until February. Then we'll see February. how you know if he crashes out of the cups or uh, how Europa. Yeah, and how, exactly. On the Thursdays. 
um, how the Europa looks. Because uh, you guys are going to have some uh, some competition now. I think Inter could win the Europa League yeah. flat out. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. And so, before we leave the uh, Manchester Derby, so City. So, City, is it kind of the end of the era with City? Or, because, like, you know, you know, Pep doesn't stay more than four seasons anywhere. So, this is his fourth season there. Um, the players still seem happy. Nobody looks like they really want to leave. Uh, De Bruyne, he's still, you know, he's still baby and knocks and things like that. So, he's not in. Um, so, like, they have a lot of opportunity this season to get healthy still and still, you know, kind of fix the gaps in their uh, lineup. But I don't know what you guys think about City. Is it? Is it, is it the downward spiral, or is it just off-season? Man, I think, um, I don't know if Pep breaks his, like, you know, stay of four years, or if he, he does dip out. I'm not sure where he's going to go, if that was the case. But um, maybe, uh, I agree that the players seem happy. I think, I honestly don't think they're done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Liverpool's going to shit the bed in about three weeks. Yeah. And, um... I think Pep's going to be revigorated, and we'll just see how that goes because Leicester is, you know, right in there with the fight. And yeah, Leicester's in second, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah so. I mean. But if City goes on a run, which they, they, they very well can, um, and I, I think he's really focused on the Champions that's, League. Yeah, so that's a 14-point distance between the two of them. Between Leicester and City? No, between Liverpool and City. Oh, so you guys are just completely discounting Leicester <coughs> City, former Premier League champions. Oh, okay. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm just no, saying, no. like out first, like Vardy party you know, going you're crazy going for this first, season. right? We play this game to go to first, right? That's right. Unless you're Pochettino. Hey, um, hey, winning. <laughs> hey, who cares about trophies? <laughs> Ain't about trophies. But um, so they're 14 points out first, right? Yeah. Liverpool got four to league. Now they're only six away from Leicester, as you said. Oh, mm-hmm. Hi, Tesla. Um, but you know, as far as what you're saying, asking originally about Pep, him staying or whatever, is this a decline of City? No, I don't think so. I mean. I I wonder if Pep is really going to stay here or stay there for, you know, to chase that Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I feel like this is his best opportunity to do so with this with this team. Yeah. If he goes, I don't see any other squad that he would go to. I mean, unless he were to go back, like, to you know, the Barca or whatever, but I don't see that happening. And, you know, I think this is his best opportunity to do, do it. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be this season. Pep, Pep's coming to MLS. Maybe they buy in, uh, in January and they surprise us because um, I think that's pretty much their only hope. Um, their current squad's good, but I don't think it's going to cut the mustard. But if he comes here, he doesn't get that cha- the Champions League, man. Uh, what? He doesn't get there? What? He gets the oh, I'm best. sorry. He gets a CONCACAF. He gets the best <laughs> Champions League, okay? He gets <laughs> the, the be- We don't even have a group stage. <laughs> we go <laughs> straight. We don't, we don't need a group we stage. We go straight to the round of 16. Before we that's, get in, that's before a great we, segue, dude. Before we get it, it is. It is. Before we get into the CONCACAF Champions League, you guys want to talk about Merseyside? You want to talk about uh, uh, Everton firing their coach? Any, anybody care? No. Man, <laughs> I, I mentioned this the other day um, just because – I, I still regard Everton as a like a, a top you know top club, and mm-hmm. um, I think they have the pieces there. I think they need to get um, get a game plan as far as where they're going with the club, and so they can attract the, the you know the right players that they need to fill the positions. But I, I think they're good for now. Um, they just you know they, they, I, I had a feeling they were going to beat Chelsea. And that's exactly what they did. So. <laughs> hey, 
it's cool. You guys have gotten the green light, man. You guys can start signing players again. You guys are going to ship all the kids back out. Fuck them. <laughs> Spend a bunch of money again. All right, Mbappe, come on. <laughs> Drop the money. But all right, so. Wait, tell me. You're not addressing the elephant in the room, though. Yeah. What happened at the, the Manchester Derby? That's true. Well, Man- so- Manchester United won. Convincingly, <laughs> no. Oh, that's not the elephant. Hey guys, you know, uh, for our our current, you know, our our current fans, new fans to the show, we do a ticker. We talk about uh, how long can we go without racism happening in football, and of course, in one of the biggest matches in the world took place this weekend. Manchester City fans wanted to sh- just yell out racist shit to Manchester United fans towards the end of the game. It was caught by players. It was caught by stewards. It was caught by the NBCSN camera. I didn't even know like they had a specific camera there, and they caught it. The racist camera. Yeah. So <laughs> the racism cam. But wait, you know, so racism happens there. So I mean, it, it's not often that you hear about racism happening in, in those two clubs. No, those two you don't. Yeah. It's, so it, it seems like it's becoming more and more. As conservatives and white nationalists start feeling themselves because of Boris Johnson in England, you got you got Trump in office over here. So it just seems like they just say, "I can say whatever the fuck I want to say," and there's no repercussions. It's nationalism, man. I'm proud of my country. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the excuse I keep hearing. But being being racist makes you more English, makes you more American, I guess. Uh, Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> this shit is just. It's. Yeah. I mean, we we can do a whole show based on this. Yeah. Um. But it just it just blows my mind that you know here we are like every week we're talking about it and we're always going to be because yeah. racism is not going to be solved and soccer is not expected to solve that issue. And the reason why I call it the beautiful game is usually because you have a diverse group of people playing together collectively to score a goal. Yes, I can get cheesy like that. But at the same time, like, all those things you mentioned, the nationalism, the, you know, all these different types of, you know, sects of people, or they come together at these games and feel like they can say whatever and do whatever. The thing is stupid is, like, half their teams already already got people of color from all different yeah. situations. You're like, yeah. okay, so. Well, you know, the Italians, they say, you know, racism is not racism. It's a way to taunt the opposing fans. Right. So, so maybe, maybe we just are sensitive. I don't are, know. You know, we need sensitive. <laughs> yeah. We were sensitive. Man, go, <laughs> build a country. Go work in a field. Talk, talk about sensitivity. Sensitive. Hey, but but, but then again, uh, as I always said, we've said before, like get creative with your racism. That's like and that's the monkey shit, the monkey shit. Like, all right, that's all we want. That's like nineteen forty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what was that, Danny Alves? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was the best. The, when, he, when he ate the banana. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a classic. Yeah. Stop the game. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's fantastic. I was feeling tight. <laughs> you know, yeah. I appreciate I was it. Thank you. So I appreciate it. it. <laughs> but but you know, so to our fans is out there, racism just only doesn't happen to black players. No. And, you know, it, it's, it's this is new. This is new. I just found out that uh, Son in Tottenham's Tottenham's Wonderkin man, he's been racially attacked for years now, and it happened again this weekend. But it's, what's unique about this one, man? It was done by a 13 year old kid, like a, a kid that grew up 
like like Obama was in office, like you know, like players, like players are like the best players in the world are mostly black players for England, and this kid, like this kid, like where was he from? Sheffield, Sheffield kid. I guess it's the middle of fucking nowhere. I guess man, he doesn't see anything like that, man. It's messed up, man. It's it's one of those things, man, where um, if you teach racism to your children, this is the product of that, you know. Yeah. Like, and they'll just start spitting. Like, teenagers don't really know that shit. You know, they're just gonna repeat what they hear. Yeah. You know, they're gonna be a product of their environment. So, if you were teaching racist ass shit at home, and then you take them out in public, yeah. they might say some racist ass shit. Well, I think it's a combination of the, you know the parents that's what part, but also the social aspect too. I'm sure the friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah, yeah. the same. I mean, like you know, the taunting and yeah. shit. Yeah. So but, you know, it's the whole this this young generation. This is the whole trolling thing. You know, this generation, they like saying dumb shit just to get a rise out of attention. people. Yeah. It, it, it's dumb. And I really wish that the Guardian and all those didn't put the kids' names and stuff out there because it just gives them notoriety. It's yeah. like, man, fuck them. Yep. I don't know. But, you know, to, to move on to a different subject, we always say stomp out racism, you know, fuck Italy. Uh, Pretty much. But, hey, I mean, are we saying <laughs> fuck England then? Yeah, I may, uh, maybe. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how long I can take it, man. But let's shift gears. Let's jump across the pond, man. Let's talk about what's going on over here in America's. Uh, But I guess before we do that, I guess we should take a break and pay a bill. You guys want to do that? It is Christmas time. We got a lot of... I I said we don't pay any bills and just worry about it in 2020. Uh, Hey, it's cool, man. It's cool. We got some Christmas shopping to do, man. We got to go to my Shopify and get some more gear. My Shopify? My Shopify. That's just, it. Just FTC. Max out all the credit cards and go ahead and go ham on that shit. Let's, let's do it. So, <laughs> hey, once again, man, go to ftcutd.myshopify.com. We're doing a promo, Santa Baby. You get 20% off on anything you want in the store. All right? You can get something for your mama. You can get something for your girl. You can get something for your boss. You know what I mean? We got you. 20% off. We're trying to save some money for you out there. So for supporting us, man, we just want to do something right for y'all. So kick it with us. Hey, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So let's talk about uh, they just released the uh, CONCACAF Champions League uh, round of 16 pairings. <laughs> uh, did you see the group stage? How did, how did we do it? Dude, the group stage was mad exciting. I, I thought it was better than the actual. It was stressful, Dude, man. The, the, the theme was great. <laughs> I, honestly, man, I didn't think that the MLS teams was going to make it as, to the round of 16 the way they did. It's amazing what happened, man. <laughs> yeah, we have great representation for MLS. Yeah. That, that hacks there. Is, is this the year? Is this the year where the MLS, MLS team raises the Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League Scotia. trophy? <laughs> Just saying that, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but all seriousness, I don't understand where the CONCACAF Champions League round of 16 has gone in. Um, kind of giving the pairings in uh, – Group A, you have uh, Atlanta United. Group A1, Atlanta United versus Group B1 is FC Montague down in Costa Honduras. <laughs> Did you just say Costa? <laughs> I was like, where are they at? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in Honduras. It's in 
Honduras. Coast? Is that the coast of Honduras? Yeah, it's on, they're on the coast of Honduras. Yeah, Come it's, on. it's like Conexions. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I tried to look it up earlier, but yeah, uh, it's like Conexions. Uh, um, Honduras. See, I know what I'm doing, man. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm a you need a passport. I'm, no. I'm, a, I'm a professional, <laughs> man. Hey, so you got Club America versus um, not even gonna try no, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, dope. Yep, yeah, not even gonna try it. Yep. You got Cruz Azul versus Port Mir United FC. I think they're in Jamaica, ain't they? Sure, let's go with that. All right, you got <laughs> LAFC versus yeah. Club Leon. Leon. Yep, yep. That's Landon Donovan's former team, right? Yep, that's where he played at. That's yep. when he had hair yep. as he was down there. You got Tigres versus Allianz FC. Mm-hmm. You got United, uh, New York City yeah. FC versus uh, San Carlos. Sounders versus CD Olympia. And uh, Impact versus uh, Saprisa. Deportivo. Deportivo. So there's our pairings. It's gonna be a home and away. Uh, what you guys think, man? How you guys? So we let's start with the home team, man. What are our odds going down to Honduras? Have you done your scouting report on them yet? Uh, I I could have one for the next show. <laughs> I, I I could have it for the next. Stat show. boy, have you done yeah. your your research on this? Stat boy, you know, um, I didn't do I pull out stats, but for me, just um, like a general glimpse of this hex, um, I, I see. Seattle could make a run just because they're on a little bit of a high. I see um, New York could be just a tough opponent, and that could just you know help uh, an MLS team. Um, this is the agenda I'm pushing: is the MLS team succeeding in this competition? For the record, and then um, LA is LA, so I think they're going to do what they do, and help. they weren't in the competition last year, so we'll just see how that rolls. But as far as winning this competition. I think all roads go through Club America. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was my initial reaction seeing this bracket. I was looking and I was like, oh, shit. If Lane gets past the first round, got Club America in the next round. I'm like, god dang. Yeah. So there's no let up. Um, I mean, off of name brand recognition, it looks like LAFC probably has the toughest first round draw, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you did make a good announcement. I think Seattle probably has the best route. Of getting to the final, um, as far as um, potential matchups, because they don't have to play, or they're going to play a, a team they're familiar with. And I think the MLS teams are just not going to, you know, they'll they'll. It's going to be an MLS matchup. It's not going to be a Concacaf matchup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One thing I'm going to be excited about is LAFC getting a taste of Concacaf referee mm-hmm. and their fan. Because you remember us, we were like, oh, we're going all the way. Flamed out quick. So, honestly, LAFC is on the same trajectory that we've been on. So, I see them stumbling in the competition. I I, I say that first round, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I see them stumbling. But what's exciting is you get to see Thierry Henry in Uh, CONCACAF. First match, competitive matches, man. So, that's going to be exciting to see that. February 18th. Well, he better bring it, bro. That's going to be – that's a match. Yeah, that's a match I'm looking forward to. And then – yeah, I mean, Atlanta, like you guys said, man, all roads run through uh, Club America. So, Atlanta, I haven't seen any signings that we'd make to kind of get us there. I mean, I don't I don't see us getting past the quarterfinals. Yeah. I don't. 
And Club America's getting kind of like revenge from what uh, Campeona's Club. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, they gonna have that, you know, on their mind. They don't forget. They don't. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they know. No, what's crazy about that? home laid, they don't get that ass whooped. So when when the Campeona's Cup was here, we did activation where there was like this legacy field project where a field was rehabbed up in the kind of like, you know, the Buford Highway corridor here Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. And so um, they brought out players from Buffalo United and Club America for this uh, activation. And so it was funny. It was like, you know, for Buffalo United, they had had Tito. They had... uh, What's his name? Oh snap! Y'all going Mo? What's his name? Mo, Mo Adams. Mo Adams. And um, I feel like who was the third player? I can't remember who the third player was. But <clears throat> three lane nine players. Kids went crazy for Tito, of course, because you know this is predominantly all Latinx kids. Gotcha. But then when the Club America crew came out, yo, fangirl, fanboy, like. And like here it is, you know, Club America comes to Atlanta, and they were getting more of a, you know, yeah, it's a bigger, it's a, I mean, unfortunately, League MX is a bigger league in yeah, America, man. you know, yeah. I and, and, and Club America too is also like they did a great job of branding partnerships in the last ten years. I mean, mm-hmm. like they have iconic jerseys, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they did the Corona sponsorship is real, yeah, bro. the Corona yeah. and the Coke one too. I mean, oh yeah, that's and the Coke one too. We can't get Coke on ours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know, man. It must be the bottler. <laughs> <laughs> like a local thing, man. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let us know, Culture, man. What are your thoughts on the Scotiabank Cocker Cap Champions <laughs> League bracket? Um, that was a great group stage, man. You know, what can that I say, man? Uh, let, let us know what you think, man. Uh, hit us up at FTC UTD on all the socials. Can I, can I ask a question? Yeah, man. Have you been watching the Champions League over in Europe, the – the, the quote unquote real Champions League. Honestly, I haven't, man. It, it's, it's to me, it feels like it's so much harder to watch it with the uh, Bleacher Report and TNT because mm-hmm. I never remember what channel TNT is on because, right. like, what programming does TNT have that you want to watch? NBA. But the NBA is not on. It's not on TNT until know, after. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, that's the only so, thing. Yeah. yeah. Until then, it's just like I don't care about what's on TNT, and I'm not paying for BR Live because. Outside of Champions League, what what does BR Live offer? Nine dollars a month or nine ninety nine a month? <laughs> yeah, so it's like I personally I haven't. I've tried, like I've been trying to watch it, but it's been tough for me. More subscriptions. Yeah, it's been it's been tough for me. I just just put it on regular Fox, man. Just do keep... you like the added content shit that BR does? I don't get to see it. Okay, that's my problem. So like, I'm the wrong person to ask. Okay, it's, just curious. Yeah. I mean, I like I know I I, I think. You know, access to watching the games is definitely harder. Yeah. Um, and it's not six. But, you know, what I've been just doing, because obviously during the work day, doing, you know, some of us got jobs. Even yeah. though we yeah. work in the soccer world. Yeah, you know? but you got a cool job where you actually, you guys can actually put it up in the office. Can, yeah. Sometimes and it's considered work. Sometimes I can do that, yeah. Um, oh, not all the time? I just figure you guys, I figure... Your yeah, I don't your your place of employment. I don't for the new listeners. I don't want to put them on blast. But your place of employment, like you guys are like kick. You guys remember Kick TV? Um, mm. kick, before they got bought out by Copa America, yeah. Kick TV. They used to like all the time have the games up. They would be watching it and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then they would have like the the throwback jersey Fridays and stuff like. That. To me, it feels like that's what y'all do there. I mean, but it, it sounds like y'all don't. Well, it, it, it's it's like we flirt with it. 
Yeah, you should, guys should fully embrace it. I think so. You're right. You're if right. you come into my job on any day that there's soccer on, it's on TV. See, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Spanish, English, don't matter. Hmm. My job. Grego came in. He'll yeah. See, my job. I sit I, where I, where I, my department. It's a lot of SEC football fans yeah. who still believe that like soccer is like a joke, mm-hmm. and they're like, it's never going to take off. So it's like I can't watch it like that. It mm-hmm. sucks, man. Mm-hmm. So you got to turn your iPad on. Like, I, yeah, I, I do. I have my phone kind of at an angle, but then somebody want to ask me questions. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm just want to <laughs> watch the match, man. It sucks, man. That's part nope. of getting old, man. Yeah, but I, you know what I was asking is just you know the Champions League is obviously it's it's gearing up. Basically, the groups are basically in finalized yeah. right now, and um, you yeah. know today, who else? Uh, Liverpool. It's still the group stages. Yeah, Jeez. they actually do group yeah. stages in this. Liverpool was getting they were getting worked for a good bit of today, but they, they pulled it out. Yeah, they Liverpool. They, they, they played our uh, future national team uh, captain. I mean, uh, uh, manager. Uh, Jesse. Oh, played, Jesse. Yeah, yeah exactly. they played. Yeah, they played Jesse's team, right? Did they win. Good. Did Salzburg win? Nah. No, Liverpool two, won. What two 0 It was a great fight, man. Two 0 Honestly, Liverpool. That could have been the beginning of them shitting the bed today. Mm-hmm. Um, but they already got through. Uh, they're already through the the group stages. So it this result plays no effect to them. Yeah. Well, Salzburg, like I, I watched like you know the BR like uh, match um, recap or whatever, and this is just off the recap. But like the first thing I know is. Was like the goalkeeper was all over the place. Like his position was god awful. He's a kid though, ain't he? Ain't he like nineteen? I don't care. You're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think that pressure though, man. That that pressure. Because there, there was, I think, with the first goal, like he was, he came way out out of the box. I mean, like right at the end of the eighteen or whatever, and it's just like, um, my oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Mane came down the left flank, and the keeper came way off his line. And basically, Monty just like chipped over, and uh, Cato basically hit the ball in. Right. And then on the second goal, you know, same thing. He comes way out to the 18 to put uh, pressure on um, Salah, and Salah same thing. Actually, Salah like you got to give him credit. Like he had no angle mm-hmm. and was able to put it away. But again, the keeper came way off his line for no reason. It was one of those things like. What are you doing? Like it really was. It was. Brad Guzan does that every match. God. So. Um, <laughs> It was just interesting too, like the the whole Champions League uh, story that they did was all about the goalkeepers when they, they animated the Champions story. Thank yeah. you for saying that. I was wondering how we could like segue into that because <laughs> that was a beautiful. Piece. It, 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 was, <laughs> it was funny as hell. I mean, um, I loved how they finally gave the goalkeepers love, um, especially how. Uh, <laughs> Guzan, like it's weird that they even bring Guzan. Like right. he has nothing to do with the Champions I, I think League. It's just because Atlanta United is on a, a global platform now. You know, yep. it's like we're a big enough club. And they're like, all right, we got a MLS. Well, Atlanta United, Italy, yeah, Italy. You know, they they pick the, the top keepers. I'm fine like, by that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's that's funny. Like how Atlanta is a global brand. That, that's crazy to think about. That man. I mean, you bring a seventy k a week. You know. Yeah. That's crazy. So, all in all, the European Champions League. Who sponsors their Champions League? Heineken? Is, Heineken. It, is it called the Heineken? No, they don't say cha- the, the Heineken, Heineken UEFA Champions League. It's brought to you by Heineken. Uh, yeah, right. You sure? Yeah. That's what they say. That's brought. absolutely what they say. That's what they say. It's yeah. brought to you by Listen, Heineken. Listen, this, this is the UEFA Champions League. Yeah. The Heineken UEFA Champions League. Yeah. Presented to you by Heineken. 
You yeah. like to make shit sound fancy over there, man. It's just like we got the Scotia Bank, Beta Heineken Champions League. Well, you, what did you sing? Like the theme song. First of all, you already were like, "Oh my god, this is the symphony." So, I saw on Twitter the uh, TNT or BR Sports had the the Champions League anthem playing as the guys were commentating the match, and like fans were like, "I'm okay with this." So, like, <laughs> I just think we should do this. <laughs> they said it was, like, it was like it was really relaxing. It is, dude. The the full um suite of that with the the opera behind them, it's, it's really beautiful written. Yeah. Like I'm a musician, I love that shit. Uh, Straight it's, up, it's pretty good. It's pretty. Ours is pretty good too. It just doesn't get any cream. That's the problem. Sing it. I, no, it's real. Hum it. Hum it. Thank you. Hum it. It's like do 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 do. Hum it. It's like fuck the mother. You know that how it goes. Is Seymour out of jail, by the way? No, he's been out of jail. Yeah, he's been out of jail. I'm sorry. Alright, let's see. What do you want to go? You guys want to talk about Atlanta United preseason? Oh, yeah. We have a team, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go there? I have the people left. I was like, where are the players, though? Yeah. Well, no, we actually we signed a player. Uh, uh, Hindman, he per- permanent transfer to Atlanta United. He is now officially a member of Atlanta United. He's no longer a loanee with the option to buy. So that's exciting. What's your thoughts? How did you guys think Hindman did last year? He was solid. He was solid. Yeah, he's a solid contribution to the team. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him add more goals to his game. Yeah, because he um, only had about one goal. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe had, like a couple assists or something. Yeah, he had about a few assists, I think. And um, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to just see um, a more clear-cut contribution from his game to the team. So whether that's in the form of assists, whether that's in the form of, you know, putting in a, a killer pass, then to lay it off, or, or, or just beating the defender, or, you know, like break, uh, getting into space to allow someone else to, to get on the ball. Where does he, does he start? Does he become a, a pendant? He's not a crucial player right I now. Think. I think he is. You think he's crucial? Who else is on the roster? Well, that's the thing about it. he's crucial because we don't have Late. enough to fill out a team. <laughs> no, no. We we signed also another player, a veteran, uh, a former MLS champion, uh, Jeff Lorenowitz. He has signed with Atlanta United on a wait on the uh, the transfer waiver, whatever the MLS shit we do. He where you cut like a player, age, right? huh? He's like the same age as me, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't call him old. I just said the uh, <laughs> veteran, you know, future Hall of Famer, man. So Jeff coming back, that's exciting. Uh, you continue having a uh, a vocal leader in the locker room. Who's that, captain next year? You got to give Joseph the captain armband. That ain't happening. You got to give him the armband. Because I would have – I wanted Nagby to get it. Yeah. I wanted him to get it. But Nagby wanted to be Deuces. a homer and keep his wife happy and go to – in Ohio, fucking listen. Ohio. Didn't he learn from a LeBron? Le- Ohio sucks, man. I said it. Come at me. Our family's there. We're <laughs> yeah, very comfortable. Just lost <laughs> it's, it's nice for our children to grow up around their cousins. <laughs> I'm looking like, bro. No, stay here in Atlanta. Give us another championship. So yeah, who gets a captain's armband, man? Joseph. Like you. That's that's who you vote. Hundred percent, Joseph. It's either Larry. Yosef or uh, or Guzan. 
I hate goalkeepers that get armbands. I, I know. Fuck you. I, mean, I do. You guys are. You. you can't lead from the back. Yes, you can. You, you see can. everything from the back. What are you, you talking can't about? Can't lead from the back. Is he? Does he? No, you, you clearly didn't listen to he's Mark thirty six of last episode. He's but. trolling me right now. I know he's trolling me. I'm not going to respond. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to stoop to your level. However, I, I will say, when you captain the keeper. It's got to be like a, a Neuer kind of situation. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, like imagine if Courtois was the captain. Disaster. Yeah. No, but you, you got, it's definitely a mentality from a keeper to have. Because if you look at, like, you know, on the name brand level, like a Noir, like Buffon, like those type of keepers are captains because they have the respect. Right. First of all, they have the respect of everybody in the locker room. I agree there. Two, they're vocal. Mm-hmm. I agree there. Uh, Tim Howard is another person who I think about like in that standpoint. Okay. Um, and then third, they they have to be great. Okay. You have to be a great So you just struck Brad Goose out. No, I'm not, I did, I'm not saying Goose was oh. my, I'm not voting for Goose, but I'm just saying you made the argument of keepers being named captain. I just, I personally don't like it. So I'm just saying like, those guys you name are anomalies. Well, yeah, they're once in a generation keepers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a few in a generation right there. But well, you know. no, they're, they're <laughs> sports <laughs> medicine keeps people longer. Yeah, right. It, all right, anyway, no, but I, so for my pick, well, I would say ideally two years time if he's still around, Miles is a captain. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I can get down with that from I, center I, back perspective, mm-hmm. oh, but. What I need to see from Miles before he gets the armband is the ability to actually structurally organize the back line. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if we're flippity-floppity loose like a belt, he needs to get back. Yep. Yeah. You know, we're going to play the, the offside well, this, trap. Do you, you know? think this year was his coming out party? Yeah, but do sure, you think sure. with uh, us signing um, – could never think of the new guys last Brooks night. Brooks Lennon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Lennon. With us signing Lennon, older player – uh, then Miles, do you think uh, Frank gives Lennon control of the back line, or does Miles say, "Nah, bro, I got this"? No, I think he's too much of a like. And this is the, the statistical part that I touched on uh, last week as well as Tony. Um, I, I think he's too like we don't buy fullbacks. I, I don't, I, we could do a pod on fullbacks that are actually defenders mm-hmm. because. I feel like fullbacks are doing so much attacking to contribute to stretching the game and pushing back the midfield on, you know, like to just dominate the possession or whatever. At least I, I don't know. I can't think of a, a fullback that is actually better at defending than attacking. Like, I don't know if that's well, where the game is going or not, but, or just any, in Europe, like, even if I'm thinking of Chelsea, we got Marcus Alonso on one side, we got, um, Cesar Aspilicueta on the other, we got, uh, Emerson Palmani on the other side, and like, Reese James. All four of those guys attack better than they defend. Well, Koulibaly, though, like, you know, when we talk about the $90 million price tag, he's one of those guys who actually wins tackles, wins tackles, wins but tackles. But he's a center back, though. Yeah, true. He said fullback, my bad. Um, yeah. It, 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 I mean, just, and that's a large part because of how the game has evolved as far as, like, what we do and expect for, you know, fullbacks. You know, they're more attacking now just like than ever before, and that's just part of the game. It is part of the evolution of the game. Um, you know, my favorite player, Patrice, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Patrice is a great player. I, I loved him because of his personality. And that's, you know, coming from a Joseph fan. Yeah. And he's got a great uh, Instagram account, too, so. Yeah, he keeps it live. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. Brooks what's, 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 what's he doing on Mondays? Yeah, Monday Motivationals, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Brooks Lennon is a defender, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our app is wrong. They, said they got him listed as a forward. Fuck that. I, I was like. What did I just say? <laughs> what did just, I just say? It's just like fullbacks. Just, they, don't, they don't defend. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's gross all over. Over again, and it's like, what's his yeah. position? So, Joseph, my pick would be for this year. Jeff. I would I would solidify either Jeff or or Miles. Uh, if I'm going to give it to, if it, or we're thinking future proof, Miles. If we're thinking here now, Jeff. Gressel, you think Gressel going to sign again? If he signs, man, this is like the yeah. longest contract negotiation in MLS history. I that's think. a part. That's where you whip it out, Atlanta. Here. Give him the ages to get the arm band. He gonna sign? Nah, get the arm band. Take Darren to Carol in front of his house, man. (laughs) All that bullshit they doing. What about LZ? I I don't. Is he too fired? He can't stay on the field. Dude, he's a liability. Yeah, he is. I don't. Um, if I was in management, I'd be having a talk with LGP on the constant, or even just as a teammate, because like I appreciate what he does for the team. You need that. He's a liability. Yeah. You want he's you want, our David Louise. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Like if if he played like a defensive midfield position, I would love him. But him being <laughs> back back there as as a like a temporary left back, it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. It makes me so nervous. But I don't know, man. Atlanta United just also announced that we're uh, we're going on the road for a preseason. We're we're driving to uh, USL's Birmingham Steel. Birmingham FC, not Birmingham Steel, Birmingham uh, FC out there. So Atlanta United fans probably going to be traveling in droves down 20 West. You guys excited? Yeah, man. Yeah, culture days. Go see the Legion. The Legion, man. What's the date of that game? February 8th, 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. Is this the 8th of Saturday? Yes. That is correct. Hey. It's going to be at BBVA Field in Birmingham, Alabama. I think I could do a 4 p.m. drive to Birmingham. That's, that's baby girl's birthday weekend. Is it? Ooh. Every away days, man. You always got something going on, man. <laughs> I think you afraid of them away days. You afraid of Hey, man. Listen. Oh, you listen. Said, oh, Green Street Hooligans on, wasn't real, man. <laughs> Wasn't real, man. No one's gonna run up on you, want to fight. You know, it's not I'm scared, real. man. It's not real, I'm man. Scared. They might shake me, man. I understand, man. It's, it's the reason why I don't go to the club, man. I get it. I, I still have nightmares of going to the club, man. I, I'm gonna I, get. I get it, man. I grew up in the era as well with yeah. fight music. <laughs> I grew up too in that era, but I persevered, my brother. Sorry, right, man. So, hey, culture. We we probably gonna be making that trip too, man. So, you know, we get closer to February. You know, we'll probably be putting some content out there, kind of similar to what we put out when we hit up uh, Memphis as well as when we hit up uh, Richmond. So keep an eye out on that. You know, we might do a live pod, man. Uh, we, we're constantly trying to upgrade our stuff over here. Yeah, so man. that could be a great opportunity to just do something on the road. Yeah, try something different, man. You know, get out there, put some mics in people's faces. And as always, we spread in the culture. We spread in the coast. Alabama, get it. Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> All right, uh, before we get out of here, man, let's talk about uh, Sporting Kansas City, man. They're making big boy moves. 
They dropping eight figures on Alan Polito from uh, Chivas, mm-hmm. Guadalajara. Um, big moves from them. I mean, a Ford. I mean, he he had a great season in uh, Liga MX last year. Um, I mean, good pickup from him. Twenty eight years old. Um, good move from him, especially at twenty eight, to come over here and extend his career additional four or four or five years in MLS and Sporting Kansas City. What their weakness was last year is they just couldn't finish. Yep. So I mean. I mean, their front office is doing it right. They're it looking was a around. chess move. It yeah. was a good chess move. They're looking around the league, and they're like, shit, everyone else is splashing cash. We could do it. We've been here. So. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely making them dangerous. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. Um, making the league competitive, of course, as we always say, we try and make it a top five league again, right? That's what you need. <laughs> so oh, you need please. You need national team, you know, signings like this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – Good, good move on them, and it's making the brand better. Yeah, it makes a statement for the area that they're willing to spend money, especially with regional players coming in. You got, uh, yeah, St. Louis, they're they're coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nashville, they're starting. Nashville's looking rough. They are, they are, oh, they're having the Minnesota United uh, career start right now. Uh, I think last time I saw uh, season tickets, they've only sold about five thousand season tickets, and they start. Ooh. In a couple weeks, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like fans, yeah, and fans in Nashville said like, "There's no marketing. Like the marketing team is trash. Like you drive around the city and you talk to people, and they're like, we have a soccer team. Yeah, and they're doing it all wrong, especially with Atlanta being four hours so south. Close. We, we had the blueprint. Yeah, I mean, look at that. You know, so tra- first of all, the logo. Look at your website designer. The logo's trash. The logo is trash. It is. It's, it's rough. Like, how do you even be, have fun with that logo? Yeah, I mean, but they're pumping it. <laughs> how do you have fun with that? You know, it's, it's hard to even make out that it actually isn't in. It kind of looks like a dumbbell from far away, like a slanted dumbbell. It does. It does. <laughs> but I don't know, man. You know, it's. I was looking forward to Nashville coming in until they announced they're going to be in the West, and you know, made a lot. You guys probably talked about it last yeah. week, man. A lot of people scratched their heads. Doesn't make sense. Huge down. Yeah. Way east of the Mississippi, and you still going to put them in the West. Yeah. Any any other uh, domestic, anything else you got to talk about domestic before we talk about uh, Ancelotti? Uh, your boy Pulisic, man. He's still, you know. Eh. That's what I'm talking eh. about. Well, maybe we should have put that in the, in the, in the EPL side mm-hmm. of this. But, uh, the great white hope. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, stats are looking all right, but. We'll, we'll see how everything's looking. Come out. Damn, you got like the Jerry Curl ain't curling, man. January, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Curl ain't curling? Damn. Man. So you go hit the bench when the January transfer window? I mean, I, yeah, I just. Hey, I you're think, not American. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, because, like, it, it, there's lots of things that could happen. It just could be good or bad, mm-hmm. or really bad. Yeah. Anything domestic? No, that's the main thing, you know, I'm wondering about. Is uh, <laughs> I was wondering about Pulisic, and you know he he had his little run going, his form going. So uh, you know we always want to see young Americans do well. make it in your England. Yeah. That's just what we want. It's it is an insecurity American fans have. Yeah. Well, if, I, if that's the case, then let's let's just get a better chant for uh, for Captain America because I think the last time when he scored the hat trick, uh, hat trick, it was like USA. It was cringeworthy in the stands. Uh, so, USA with an English accent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> this is mean, weird. Like, you couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, that's than the that. best you could do. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, we make really good chance in England, and like that's what y'all did for yeah. this guy. So it's pretty bad. All right, Enchilotti, man. You know, it was big news today, or yesterday. By the time you guys hear it, uh, <laughs> Napoli lets him go. He was still qualifying for the next round. Yeah, he, he got them. He got them there. Uh, they let him go, man. Kind of seems like their board already has an idea that who they want to replace with. Pochettino? Uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's not Pochettino. Um, what you guys think, man? Do you think this is the end of the road for uh, Ancelotti? Do you think it's time for him to hang up the reins, go out the pasture, become a commentator on, I don't know what Italian sports TV is called. <laughs> Sky Italia. Yeah. So, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's going to be some national team that's going to get him. Yeah. Yeah. If not a national team, I feel like there's too many managers that have been fired in the last three weeks that, uh, you know, I think there's, he's one of those guys that is a go to or his mm-hmm. name is always thrown in, you know, in the popcorn barrel and like, oh, Angelotti, Angelotti, he, he's can go and settle a team. It's like Sam Allardyce. Get him through the rest of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just think that it's not the last of them. Maybe Arsenal. They could probably deal with them. But I guess they got um, Freddie. So who else would really actually benefit from Ancelotti? Maybe. Oh, he ain't going to offer. Yeah. Nope. Nah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I skip. I, I would. Th- th- there is a club that still needs a manager. Um, big club. Uh, Inter go. Miami. Here we go. Um, especially with the, what Inter Miami is trying to be, to sign a name like that would be big for their brand. And I think it would be good for him because you don't have that pressure that you have in Europe. So he actually has time to build a system and actually set up a foundation on what Miami will play like. What you think? I agree. I like it. But I don't think he is going to... I think he's a little more pragmatic in the style. Like, what players have Miami signed? Yeah, because they don't have a coach. You know, and their technical director is like just like he's the guy that they've got from us. Yeah, so it's like you know, so he's like, all right, it's not really making any moves. So you 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 hire a manager, he brings in the guys he wants, and I just think with a international city like Miami signing a guy like Ancelotti is good for them and it's good for the brand instead of him just go be a caretaker for a year at another fucking random club in Europe. Yeah, I, I, it could be a good move. I just don't know if uh, Beckham and Ancelotti are on the same mindset or mind track, if you will, of like where the philosophy of football. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's us. I was yeah, actually agree. Beckham. I, I mean, I, I think it definitely will um, raise some eyebrows and definitely, you know, um, have some heads turning. Um, and then it definitely will. You know, put us in the top five discussion as far as just like, you know, this is a destination for, you know, top tier coaches. Um, it'll be cool in that standpoint. Uh, but my concern, my initial thing would be, I don't know how Beckham rocks with him. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I mean, we'll have to do some more research into that. So I don't know. I don't, it, it doesn't, it's sexy in the sense of, like you said, name recognition. You know, now that would definitely attract more high-caliber players, the Cavani's and all that stuff. Right. Definitely mm-hmm. would probably right. more uh, appealing to to sign with Inter. Um, but at the same time, like, 
you know, is it going to be a situation where it's like Tata was for us? He's like, he'll only be there for two years. Right. And, um, it'd be in and out. But I mean, I mean, he's 61 years old. That's I mean, what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's a good, you know, I think, I don't know. Or Red Bulls, uh, New York City, not New York Red Bulls. They think they're still looking for a coach. I, I just think, uh, I just don't think it'd be wise for him to just do another one year stint in Europe. Um, personally. But, oh well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, it's a good stopping point. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, great talk, guys. All right. Yeah, you, I think that's a good solid point there. Uh, two ups, two downs, man. You guys got any anything good, anything bad you want to talk about? I think I can make this pretty quick. Um, one up would be Miss Universe. Shout out to Miss South Africa. Miss Black, South Africa. That's <laughs> true. All the melanin. Um, and... Uh, I'm engaged. Woo! Two up. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. I've been saying all day I'm on that uh, floating in the euphoria slightly above cloud nine. Oh, man. She oh. must be listening. She must be listening on this episode. No, no. She listens to this pod. <laughs> I, I had actually made a, a reference to that like last week. I was like, but you don't listen to the pod. So, like, <laughs> you like, so you'll never hear this. You will know. You know. Tony, what you got, man? Uh, what I got is obviously another trip around the sun. You know, that's my up. You know, black man surviving 38 years. Plus. You know, uh, I didn't get shanked in the club, you know, so I'm still alive, still kicking. <laughs> I don't know what club you used to go to back in D.C., man. I am concerned with the life you used to live, brother. <laughs> Here have been some, whoo, I've escaped some close calls. No, but yeah, obviously that's an up for me as well, and um, you know, I think that also, um, you know, this this time of year, of course, we come into the end of the to, of the year, and it has you goal setting for twenty twenty and thinking about plans and everything like that. I'm just excited about you know this project going off, and then what's going on with me professionally. Um, I have I just got invited to be on a panel with uh, Lincoln Phillips, and he is the former head coach of Howard University who won the national championship back in the 70s. Um, so that's kind of like an idol of mine. So to be able to share a stage with him, like, it's badass. Like, I could check that off my my um, bucket list type of thing. So right. that's uh, some quality stuff we've got going on. Uh, two bads. Still trying to kick racism out of soccer. You know, it, it, we joke about it, but, like, it really is saddening like that every fucking week. We got to talk about that. And it just sucks that we got to um, <laughs> constantly question, you know, people's motives when they come to games. When At the end of the day, this is a game that we're playing. Um, Yeah, I think that's just my main bad. I'm going with one bad. Yeah. Two yeah. ups, one bad. That's good, man. Those, those are two good ups, man. Appreciate those it. two ups. Uh, my, my up is a uh, shout out to Anthony Joshua getting his title back. Uh, you know, he, he fought Ruiz, he, he beat him, like, uh, anybody that follows boxing, I mean, Ruiz beat him, Anthony said he had a panic attack before the match, he, you know, he got outbested, but for him to come back, not even six months later and get his, his title back, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, in the heavyweight title that you have, you know, two black men that are, like, humble 
that are like pound for pound, like like great boxers. You say a humble black man? Yeah, that like, exists. Yeah, hey man, we out here. It's good to see him and Wilder, like you know, because bo- everyone keeps saying boxing is on the decline, boxing is on the decline, and you have these two black men that are out here like doing great in their community, and like they're out here being like good role models, and they're whooping ass, and it's good to see. Makes you kind of like really proud to be a black man, you know, like when you, you, our parents talk about, you know, Holyfield and Muhammad Ali and stuff like that, like the guys that they grew up in, idolized. So it's good to see that. Um, my down man, you know, it, it's Robin season out here, man. You know, like, like people out here are taking advantage of people. Uh, my car was broken into this weekend, uh, like smashed two of my windows. Uh, they didn't get anything major. Uh, but we we had a, like a, a crime spree in my neighborhood. Had a couple of neighbors, houses were broken into. Like luckily they weren't home and nobody was harmed. So, like you know, listeners out there, man, you know, just know that unfortunately this is the season. You know, where people just they they trying to hit a lick, man. They trying to they they trying to feed their kids too for Christmas. And unfortunately, you know, some people do nefarious things. So you know, keep your head on a swivel. It's darker out, so when you're walking out to the car from the mall. You know, just pay attention where you are. Bags don't, in the trunk. Yeah, don't put, don't trunk. put stuff in the car. Don't leave your guns in the car, man, because, you know, they out here. So that's us. So, you know, I don't want to leave on the bad note, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. So thanks for listening to the podcast. You know, you can find us on the socials at FTC. UTD. You know, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Interact with us. You know, share the podcast with people, y'all. So. Let people know if you F with it, especially your loyal listeners, man. Every week, man, just challenge yourself to send the podcast to somebody else. We're doing this for y'all, man. We all have lives. We have families. You know, TK, he's engaged. You know, Tony, got he got a baby. You know, I got hella babies. So, like, we could be doing other things. So, man, we, we do this for y'all. So, until next week. Santa baby. <laughs> Santa baby, man. Get that FCC gear. That's in a baby 20% off. That's it, man. So, man. Yeah, much love, man.